welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Welcome to everyone. So glad to have you with us today. We are kicking off our holiday series, which is going to run for the next few months. So Avery, will you give us an overview of what's ahead? Sure. So we're going to start off today talking about an intentional holiday season. And so we're going to kind of talk about how to set our intentions for the rest of the season. And the different topics we're going to cover, we'll talk a little bit about like traditions, and joy, also mental health in the holiday seasons. And then we might shift a little bit towards like wonder being of service in the new year. And then also talk about comfort and and maybe even a little bit about relationships kind of getting ready for Valentine's Day. So we've got some cool topics coming up for over the next couple months. Awesome. Well, as Avery mentioned, today we are talking about creating an intentional holiday season, right? So often the holidays can be frenzied and frantic and frenetic. And so in time, right, when this podcast drops, we're the week before Thanksgiving. So the holidays are about to be upon us, right? And so Jamie and Avery, what is the holiday season typically like for y'all? How intentional are you in what you do? Where do you just default to tradition or get trapped in busyness or mindlessness? I think like for me, the holidays probably start sooner than Thanksgiving because, you know, we have Halloween and that's coming up. And so I'll start talking with my kids about what it is that they want to do. And there's some stuff, you know, that we do again and again, over and over, like they always have a pumpkin fest at their school. And so usually require sign up and some kind of decoration of our car because we do trunk or treat and all of that sort of thing. And then yeah, By the way, it just Jamie, can I throw in there too? So just so we're not totally confusing, we're recording this in kind of late October. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but it won't, you won't hear it until November. Right. So Halloween will have passed. <laughs> so, but yes, for me that, that, hello, we're kind of surrounded by all of it. I mean, it starts coming mm-hmm. out in the summertime, right? Like all of the marketing towards the holidays and stuff like that. So I think sometimes for me, that's kind of like, ah, it just sort of instills this sense of like pressure and own. Oh, no, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> and yeah. rather than, hooray, you know, it's here, yeah. I'm going to take my time and, you know, really enjoy this. I think a lot of times I, I get caught up in like, oh, crap, like here it is, not just my regular to-do list, but mm-hmm. a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So in some ways you feel this like external pressure that mm-hmm. starts coming on like way in advance that yeah. almost like pushes the timeline ahead of like what naturally and intentionally you might want to do on your own. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's super easy to get into like mindless busyness. That's why I'm so glad we're talking about intentionality because I think that you can easily just kind of like go with the flow and lose what you want to get out of holiday season stuff. I mean, especially when it gets so busy with whether it's things going on at school or in the community or with your work or whatever that you can kind of be, if, if, or the times I've been along for the ride, there's a lot of things that will fill your time and you can kind of leave it feeling like sapped and not really filled up at all and just exhausted, kind of busy, you know? I love that idea too, that there's so many things that do vie for our attention that if we're not intentional, we could either get exhausted and burned out or we end up spending our time in ways that are not the most meaningful ways or we even do it in a way that's not the most meaningful right, right. way just for kind us. Of going through the motions, yes. right? Yeah. Versus really finding meaning in it. And I think that that's a way to feel really stressed and overwhelmed versus like filled up and in enjoyment. Yeah. 
So before we get into actually like setting intentions and our kind of purpose around the holidays, if we think more broadly, what kind of issues come up for people? So either in your own life and your practices around how we do the holidays. So what are some problems Mm -hmm. or complaints, right, that we'll kind of want to head off from the beginning as we're setting our intentions? I think sometimes I hear from clients, there's like this certain rigidity and a not looking forward to things because it's the way that they've always done it or the way that their family, in-laws or whoever have always done it. And they may want to create sort of their own kind of holiday tradition or something having to do with the holidays, but they feel like that they can't do it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I hear it's more of an obligation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy, there's a funny example of that. So my family, for some reason growing up and until probably about 10 or 15 years ago, like at Thanksgiving, we had peas, right? My mom would serve peas. No one ate the peas, right? right? And one time I looked at my mom like, why are we having peas? Like, why? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, this is just what you do at Thanksgiving. Like, you're just <laughs> supposed to have peas, right? But this idea that you just go on autopilot and no one was eating the peas, no one likes the peas, no one wants them, but we still have the peas, right? right. So almost like, how do we get rid of the peas if mm-hmm. we don't want them? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So duty, obligation, like blindly following tradition, mm-hmm. That's right. And I think with that kind of comes the like shoulds and oughts, right? These like expectations of of either a perfect Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, which of course sets you up for disappointment or this idea of like, well, this is the way it's always been done and I have to do it that way, even if my heart is not really in it, even if I don't really want to do it. And so there's that kind of like cognitive dissonance, right? Of like, I'm making the peas, even though I know nobody's going to eat the peas and then I'm just going to feel resentful because I made the peas. Like there's just this like feeling like you don't have as much control or power kind of because things have to be done a certain way. And I love that too, with the expectations and the pressure that sometimes we I don't know if it's like perfectionism too that comes up. Like we have to do it a certain way. Like it all has to be homemade, right? And I can't ask for help or I have to do it all myself. So these things that we do that really like tie us down and make it exhausting rather than fun. Right. And I think we get that message that we have to do it those certain ways. We should do it. And I think we can forget, especially during the holidays, because we're getting these messages from retailers that like everything should be magical and perfect and amazing. And maybe we're also getting messages from our families that traditions have to be upheld and everything has to be perfect and amazing, that we can really kind of lose ourselves and lose like what we're going to talk about today, the intentionality, like what do I want? And we can almost lose sight of the fact that that actually still matters, right? Like what I desire, what I want, my intention, being mindful of that can have a place in the holidays as well. It doesn't have to be just going along for the ride. And it might change totally like, yeah. year to year, month to month, week to week. Like oh, what yeah. we need and want is constantly in flux. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And I think another issue that I see is comparisons. Oh, so yeah, the comparison making which kind of cracks me up. We have lights out and, and stuff right now for Halloween. And Robert showed me like a, a TikTok video, of course, TikTok. But um, he showed me a video of like this really elaborate Halloween get up that's all sort of like electronically controlled, digitally controlled. And he's like, I want to do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, you feel free. You want to do that. I do not want to do that. But you go right on ahead. But I mean, you know, that's just a small example of how we can get caught up in comparing ourselves to either our neighbors Mm. close to us or somebody that's across the United States or, you know, whatever. And then all the stuff that you see on social media or what's pushed out, you know, on commercials and things like that, like these picture perfect sort of holidays that we quote unquote should be having. And that creates, I think, a lot of extra pressure. 
almost there's two pieces to that. I hear you talking about comparison as inspiration mm-hmm. a little bit. So yeah. sometimes we can look at some of this and be like, ooh, inspired to do something sure. different or get ideas. But I think the more sinister side of that is comparison is then feeling not good enough. Right. Like yeah. what I have isn't enough or isn't good enough or isn't right and leading to a lot of dissatisfaction and unease. That's right. And I think to me, that's that line between kind of external and internal. And I think that that can be intentionality, right? That you can have all these external forces that you really can do a nice job of talking Tolerating, taking in what's helpful. If you have a good sense of like, what do you want? What is your truth? What is true for you versus like going with the flow and then not really knowing, hey, I really want to set this intention of what is important to me. I know what's important to me. I can feel it and being able to kind of stand up for that in the face of this comparison or all of these different messages. Definitely. Anything else with issues with the holidays that come up, problems, complaints that we want to be aware of at the beginning? I think we've kind of touched on this, but I think this idea of being a backseat driver, like having things have to be a certain way and like you not having a lot of say in how they're going to be done, but you also having to do it, right? So like I'm having to make the piece because we always make the piece or I'm having to make this recipe because it's always made, but it's not actually something that I want to do. My heart's not in it. And so I think there can be this like disconnect of like, well, I have to do it because it's the way we've always done it or we always do it this way. And this resentment, I think, can brew with that. And I think it can start earlier and earlier as things get more and more elaborate. I think that that resentment can kind of brew and it's exhausting. Definitely. Yeah. And I think something else that I hear sometimes they're trying to navigate holidays like among in-laws or, you know, if you have like a blended family sort of system, like trying to decide whose parents are we going to go over to, which set of grandparents, like how are we going to navigate this? Where are we going to spend our time? And that can be really tricky too, to try to be inclusive, but also set limits at the same time and do what's best for your family. That can be really hard. Yeah. And I think family dynamics more generally can be a really big hotspot for people around the holidays. So there's some people who are blessed to like love their families and enjoy spending time. But then I think that there's a good number of people who really don't enjoy time with their family or they're not the people they would have chosen, yet they're spending some of the most important days with these people. And there can be conflict and strife and, you know, old hurts and trauma and all of that can get stirred up during this time of year. Within the context of like, this is supposed to be awesome, right? This is supposed to be magical. Like everything's supposed to be perfect. Even like an elevated expectation with a group of people that you may know it's not going to meet that. Exactly. So tricky. So I think keeping in mind that for some people, the holidays are exciting and fun. And for other people, it's very stressful. And there can be a lot of dread or ambivalence or mixed feelings. So just wanting to recognize that. And the last thing that comes to mind for me with this is with the holidays, there can be chaos and frenzy, which sometimes we'll talk about maybe some hustle and bustle, which sometimes is very exciting. But I think it can also be exhausting and make us lose sight of what's most important. It can take us out, right? And I think that's the intentionality can kind of bring us back in, right back into ourselves. But all that hustle, bustle, mindless activity, stress, chaos can really take us out of ourselves. The opposite of the intentionality. Exactly, exactly. So let's move in. If we think about reimagining the holidays, let's start with purpose. So we're Mm -hmm. taking a page from The Art of Gathering, which we have an earlier podcast on. But her big idea is when we have a gathering, and I'm so guilty of this in my life, it tends to go, for me, based more on 
form or function, like, okay, here's how we're going to set the table, or here's the foods we're going to serve, or here's what the agenda is going to look like. And she talks about taking a step back and thinking of what your purpose is. So basically, what's your purpose? What's your intention? And then that becomes the filter through which you make all other decisions. So what you were referring to earlier, Avery, if we have that intention, like we can kind of decide what to include, what not to include, how to do it. And so if we think about setting a purpose to help guide our attentions and help define them, how would this even look? What are some possible purposes? I love that you brought up the art of gathering because I think and how she talks about purpose is that oftentimes when we set up a gathering, we are focused so much on logistics that we forget what do we want to get out of it. And I think the holidays really fall into that. There's so many logistics, right? Meal planning and scheduling and different events and different things that it's so easy to get only focused on that. Where are people going to sleep? Where are people going to eat? What are they going to eat? Where are we going to do? What's on your Christmas list? What's on the Christmas list? What are we going to buy? It can be like really so easy to focus on those logistics that you don't really focus on the purpose. And, and I think that setting that intention, whether it's individually or with your family or both, I think can be such a nice thing to do, kind of a way to go upstream. So we can say we can still do all of those things, but we want to do those things in a way that fills us up rather than just like depleting us because we have to check the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of purposes would people say that they, I mean, I guess it could be to be present for the holiday season or to only do things that fill us up, Yeah, right? To be mindful and deliberate about how we're spending our time. Right. I think especially after last year where things had to be really very reimagined, I think, for a lot of people with holidays, I think this year with COVID, right, exactly, with COVID and maybe not being able to travel or maybe not being able to get together in as big a group, et cetera. I think that a lot of us had different holiday seasons last year than we are going to this year. My hope is that we can kind of take some of what we learned over the last year and say, okay, what do we want to invite back? What do we not want to invite back? And I think that intentionality of like, what is the purpose? What are the things we really missed? Getting together with family or having these different events that were really are important. But I think COVID, the experience kind of a nice, like clearing kind of effect on a lot of people of it cleared a lot of the busyness for the sake of busyness. And we could kind of see like, what are we left with that's really important? So yeah. is it really important that we have this certain tradition that was not available last year, like travel or what have you? And that we really missed it. And that, oh, wow, that's really a purpose. That's something that we want to intentionally do versus the stuff that maybe were cleared away last year. We didn't really miss it. Yeah. I like that. So paying attention to like, what did you miss? What do you really want? What do you long for? Like, what were you relieved got canceled last year? And like, maybe we take (laughs) that off the books this year. That's right. Like we we have that power, right? We can do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if we think kind of thinking another way about this, if you think about going into the holiday season with as much peace and ease as possible. Mm. So what are some things that could bring more peace and ease for y'all this holiday season? I think one thing for me, and I'm thinking about one of our past episodes on speaking the truth, is I think especially as moms, or I will say for me, especially as a mom, I think I get into a lot of mind reading during the holiday season where I like think I know what my daughter wants out of the holidays, or I think I know what my husband wants, or I think I know what my family's expectation is. And I I sometimes will get into this place where I think all of that's way more important than like what I know to be true. Mm. And I think that's something that I would love to do for myself this year is to really say, hey, you know what, if what I need is some rest, that's enough, right? Or if what I really need is for our whole family to blah, 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 like that's an important part to listen to. And I think that that kind of getting clear on what are the things that we want? What are the things that feel good? What are the things that invite peace and ease for us starting on an individual basis? I think it'd be really helpful. So if I were to ask you that question now, like what would bring you more peace and ease or what do you know to be true for you around that right now? 
I think some specifics, I think one thing I get really caught up on is present buying. And I think what would be really helpful is for me to sit down and intentionally decide what am I trying to get out of these present purchases? And is there a way to do that in a way that invites some peace and ease? Like if I'm doing it for connection, one thing I did um, a few years ago is I just did gift cards, but I wrote really nice cards with the gift card. It was like, that felt so good. Like that was so nice and so much better than having to shop and then find the right packaging and then wrap the present. I mean, like there were some ways to make it simpler and still really get to the purpose, which is I want to communicate how I feel about this person. Mm. And so I think that kind of thing of like, even asking that question, like, what is it? What is my purpose? What do I want to get out of this experience? And then really kind of just getting quiet and listening to that. I think that can really guide. And a lot of times what the answer is, is less, right? Like that I don't have to go buy the present, then wrap the present, then ship the present. Like I can actually see the easier way of like, oh, an electronic gift card with a really nice note that gets me everything I'm looking for and so much less of Ah, the chaos. Yeah. Like doing less to lighten it up. That's right. That's right. What about for you, Jamie? Yeah, I would say the very same thing for me. Peace and ease comes with doing less and delegating more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly. And I think this last year, I mean, with the pandemic, we didn't have an opportunity really to do a lot of the social functions because we do quite a few from Halloween through New Year's. Uh-huh. And so you like didn't really plan have, a lot of social we functions. Plan and host. 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 Yeah, we host. host. Yeah, we plan host. host. Robert yeah. and I host a lot of the time. And already this year, we've decided not to do a Halloween shindig just because it has crept up on us. And we've had a lot of travel in October. And so just kind of gauging what's our energy level, what's our capacity level. I don't really have it (laughs) to to do that on the scale that we usually do. And I don't even think that we're going to do anything on a small scale. Quite Mm -hmm. honestly, it's just going to be much more family oriented. And then deciding on whether we're going to do the other stuff this holiday season, whether that's hosting Thanksgiving, which I'm sure we probably will. And then usually around Christmas time, we usually do an annual cookie exchange. And so I'll see where we're at as that approaches. So yeah, doing less and delegating more, getting the kids involved more. Mm, I think is, I like that is, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's is important. And I think one of the intentions is that I would like for them to be responsible for also creating family memories. Yeah. Um, not that that just falls on me and Robert, but for them to come up with ideas mm-hmm. for us to do some things that they might want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was reading some articles kind of in preparation for our, our recording session today. And, and a lot of them were saying about that delegation. And I think for me, what that would include is true delegation, right? right. Like really, truly, like one of the little <laughs> examples. I think yeah. I do the same thing. Like, uh, half like really letting it go. Because mm-hmm. so like one of the cute articles I wrote, I read about it was like, so letting your kids wrap their presents and really being okay that like the Batman sticker is on the present for the aunt because the aunt's going to find it delightful and hilarious or even if she doesn't I mean that's probably okay too but like really truly letting that go versus like you can wrap the present and I'm going to rewrap it or I'm going to tell you really letting that go and I I think that that's a challenge but I to your point I think that gives other people yeah I'm not gonna yeah some freedom to do that my intention is to not micromanage when they do stuff like that because yeah it's like wrapping presents That is, I mean, it's not just the kids. Robert does a very interesting job, like wrapping presents. We can see which gifts maybe are mine and then what Robert has attempted to do. And so, yeah. And we have a house full of cats. And so really, I don't need to get 
that worked up about it because they're going to get on and jump all over them mm-hmm. and like rip bows off and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, why even, why bother? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why bother to get worked up? You yeah, will wrap the, it, but right. you know, it may come with whatever. I don't know. One year I sent a present to my friend Sarah in Virginia and Oh, I was mortified, but in it, like in the box, so it was a box to ship and then the gift was inside. But in the box, I didn't realize like that there was like some trash in there like, an old receipt, <laughs> and like a used dental flosser and like some cat hair. And I was like mortified. I was like, oh, my God. She gifts. thought it was hilarious. But I was like, oh, you know, but these days I'm just like, well, yeah, <laughs> doing the best I can. That's right. Yeah. And so like maybe another thing to help lighten up is to have that compassion yes. for right. ourselves yeah. and like being gentle and kind and like not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. Yes. As I, well. I think some of that, that and just approaching things with like a sense of humor, I think can help a lot too. Like at one year, Sarah sent luggage tags that she had created from Shutterfly. They're not a sponsor and I don't know that I would want them to be, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she sent us luggage tags of a family picture that she had gotten from me, but all our heads were cut off. <laughs> It's like the Wilson family, but we have no heads. And she had so, no idea that's how it was going to turn no, out. No. Uh, she was like, oh my God. And she sent it to me. I don't think it's hilarious. And I have course, it. And we right. travel with those. So <laughs> I think it's great. That's a perfect example of how if we lighten up, like yes. things can be so meaningful. Like right. if we're like non-perfectionistic gifts oh, yes. can be really like the most fun and memorable ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about the holidays tends to exhaust and deplete you? And like, what could we do differently there? Well, I think all three of us are pretty busy on a random Wednesday. And just one thing Jamie and I were talking about earlier today is just like, this is busy on top of our already busy, busy, right? Right. And so I think that there is just more to do, right? There's more, you know, I think I stay busy and, and kind of run tired, just working and like managing my house and managing my family and managing my other things. Like, and I think it's just more. And I think that that idea of like being able to figure out and step back and do less can be really helpful. I think also knowing it's coming and trying to like be compassionate preparationally, right? Yeah. And say like, I know this is going to be busy. Are there ways that I could step back? Could I reduce my patient load? Could I reduce whatever load? Yeah, what's funny, I just had that thought. So I think most years, Thanksgiving and then around like the Christmas time, you know, that winter break when my kids are off for two weeks, I usually work about the same amount, but I condense it into two days, right? So I have like three (laughs) days off, but I do a week's worth of work in two days. And so... I'm freaking exhausted, right? right. But it's this idea I'm taking days off, but they're like, I'm like recuperating, Mm -hmm. right? And paying for it. So I'm listening. I'm like, oh, maybe I could actually take like Mm -hmm. full weeks Mm -hmm. off and like not compensate for Mm -hmm. it like before and after. Yeah. That might really help not exhaust and deplete. And just like kind of knowing that it's coming and saying like, what else could I do to make this easier on myself and rather than I think we sometimes I think especially as women kind of get the message of like like we should do everything perfectly like not let them see us sweat right and kind of this idea that it's really not that bad it's really not that big of a deal but kind of embracing like nope this is a lot like our lives are a lot and then we're adding this which is also a lot and acknowledging that okay this taking a break giving ourselves ways to make it easier is really going to be better for everyone around us. When I was thinking about this whole topic, you know, for my life in terms of what can I do intentionally this year? And I think what I want to do intentionally is be intentional. Does that make sense? So try to like keep this as not like a one-time thing, but like to stay awake to this throughout the whole holiday season, because I think I can do one of two things. So one is either like get 
overly busy. And then like any one of those things is great, but you add like 10 of them together and it's not so fun anymore. Mm -hmm. So how do you like not get overscheduled, over busy, be intentional about what you say yes to. But I think on the other side of things, sometimes I can just plan nothing and do nothing. And then I end up doing work or like getting caught in my purgatory idleness that I can do. Right. Where, and so how do I also then like intentionally plan things that seem fun and exciting and like make an effort in that way? I think you're right. The way to be intentional is to be intentional. And I think even using that language, I think we, my family and I were kind of talking recently about what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. And honestly, we didn't call it intentionality or being intentional, but I think we all did a pretty good job of like, what do we want to get out of this? And my mom was like, I want us to spend a lot of time together and I want us to just be able to hang out and relax in our pajamas. It's like, that is super helpful. Like that is something that's super manageable. We can definitely do that. And being honest with that, like, that's what I really want. And then I think each of us being able to do that versus the like, well, this is the way we've always done it can really open things up and get us more to that purpose. If we know what it is, we can work to meet it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess one more question as we like move towards it. And one more question before we get to the do try this at home would be, you know, I think meaning is an important thing to think about. And so thinking a little bit about what brings you meaning and then like what pulls you off center from that meaning. Mm, I love that. And Phil, I think, I think for me, like I, I love the holidays, right? I think that there's this like exciting sort of joy and wonder spirit, right? Mm. Like there's some great stuff that comes with it. I think one of the things that pulls me off, I think I can get a little materialistic, like it can be about the gifts and it's a double-edged sword because I love gift giving, right? I love finding just the right gift. I like receiving gifts, right? Like I like everything about that, but I think sometimes I can get a little too caught in that sense of things, which maybe makes me miss some of the other pieces. You and I are similar in that. I like the logistics. I mean, I like being busy and I like kind of coordinating, like, how are we going to send this to that person? I mean, I like using my brain in that way and it can be really actually fun, but I can get a little like more laser focused than I would like where it is no longer fun, right? That it's more like just frenetic versus almost compulsive. That's right. That's right. That's exactly Uh right. So I think that for me, I think being intentional would really require me to kind of come back to my purpose, set it. And really think about it and do that in an intentional way, but also invite myself to kind of come back to it frequently. Again and again. And again and again. And have that as just kind of a space. And I even like it as a language to be able to talk with my family, both like my family, just the three of us, but also my extended family of what is our purpose? What is our intention? And how do we kind of keep coming back to that and not get lost in these details that really don't matter to anybody? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, I want to be intentional this season about creating space, mm-hmm. really, because I can get really scheduled and overscheduled. And then if anything kind of falls in my lap, then I get extremely overwhelmed if there's no space, no wiggle room, nothing at all. And we've, you know, the three of us have already talked about how busy we are on the day to day. Right. And so I think it's it's important for me this holiday season to have space, create downtime, not see as many clients, actually take off maybe the week of Thanksgiving instead of like trying to cram in clients and you make up too. for <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do that too. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like you pay for it if you take off. Well, why? Like yeah. why? Right. If we were in another industry, I mean, that wouldn't necessarily be the case sometimes, but not always. And so, and I think too, like I want to try this year to have kind of some transitions in and transitions out of Ooh. the 
holiday season. Like I'm learning just in general for travel for me, that's really important to have, you know, that I don't get in at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night and then hit the ground running on Monday. Like it actually would be really nice for me to take off on a Monday and just kind of get back into my schedule, do my laundry, Mm kind of get prepared for the week versus like, oh, frenetic, frantic. It's really pace. wise. Yeah. So the transitions, I'm I'm working at that. And that's something I want to be really intentional this season with. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap it up. If we think of a do try this at home for our listeners, what do each of you say around making an intentional holiday season? I think our hope with this podcast and the timing of it is that this would invite people to just start that conversation with themselves and with the people around them of what is our intention? What is my intention for this holiday season? And I would even invite people to write that down so that they could kind of check back with it. I'm inviting myself to do that as well. So I can kind of keep myself honest on that and keep coming back to that as like a touchstone. Yeah. Yeah. And I would piggyback off of that, Avery, and say, you know, if you're writing down everything that you want to get out of the holiday season, maybe make like the big overarching theme, like what is my intention? And then when you make your list of all the things you need to do, if it's not serving that, mark it off. Yes, I'm feeling free to cross things off. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like a barrier that it kind of helps you to, I love Mm -hmm. that. Love that. And mine right along those lines, right? So same thing, sit down, have a piece of paper, you know, think about what your purpose is. And then think about this idea of, of, almost what you typically do. Cause I think we all have like rhythms to the holiday season. Yeah. And then like, what do you want to keep? What do you want to delete or get rid of? What do you want to edit That's and like right. shift and change? And how do you give yourself space? And I think thinking through the framework of what's going to bring you peace and ease. And then like, how do we get rid of those things that make you dreadful and exhausted? <laughs> right. So how do we keep clearing all of that to help it be as light and easy and peaceful as possible? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so next time, please join us. We're going to be talking about traditions. So that's it for today. Thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Inspiration from the Couch.